This is AgriJobs for Youth, a youth employment podcast. The AgriJobs for Youth is a German development cooperation initiative funded by the German Federal Ministry of Economic Cooperation and Development. The initiative is done in Western Kenya and implemented by GIZ. The podcast series promotes self-employment and agripreneurship as well as employment opportunities for the youth within the agri-food sector and along the various agricultural value chains. Listen in and learn more about the initiative on various topical areas for youth employment in the agri-food sector. The hashtag for the podcast is KiliMuliBees. Karibu and welcome. Welcome. Your podcast moderators for today's episode are Silvana Herre and Irene Lwande. Apart from Uncle Google, you need to talk to somebody actually doing it. You need to identify your extension person because you want somebody who can hold your hand from start to end. Then you need to start looking at value addition. You need to start looking at, at the greater market out there. If I can be able to do this now, then what do I see myself in a year? Let me just give you a quick one. In Israel, when you have five acres of land compared to Kenya, in Kenya, five acres of land, I will till the five acres, plant my maize, my beans, my super, my everything. In Israel, they take five acres of land, split it into about 16 portions. 16 portions, split it into another six. And for the first one year, they do nothing. They plant skumas, spinach, dania, hoho. They are trying to understand their product. They are trying to understand how well does it do during the various seasons. Throughout the year, on the particular day, they plant the same crop. On the small little caution that they have, for every month. And then they are able to see how can I plan my production. Look at Israel, it's an exporter. Yet Israel, the longest in Israel is 500 kilometers. Nairobi, Mombasa. The narrowest is 15 kilometers. What about Siaya? What about Nyanza? What about Kenya? So my encouragement to you, there is money in agriculture. But what you need to understand, agriculture is not for the big hand. You've talked about the market, and uh, I believe you also source for the market or help people get the market. Uh, my question is this, what piece of advice will you give out to an aspiring female agripreneur? One, it's never too difficult. It's not about you being a woman, it's about your will to achieve. Number two, they are mentors. Identify somebody within your locality, identify someone you admire. Uh, they might not necessarily be in agriculture. And walk up to them and say, hi, I would like to have a chat with you. I'd like to know your journey. I'd like you to hold my hand. This is what my fault is. And then, walk into an agriculture with this. The biggest mistake we make is that we never consult the Department of Agriculture. Walk into the Department of Agriculture and just have a chat with them. You will be amazed about how much resource there is there for you. Then number four, it is good to be part of networks. There are a lot of networks that you can join. You can Google networks in this country. You can check for networks around your vicinity. Even your chairmans are networks. You will never miss somebody who is a success story. Again, walk into the local restaurant. Where do you source your products? What kind of products are you looking for? That way you have market intelligence, that way you can start identifying people who can hold your hand. Your local agrovet is another very resourceful person. So when you want to do it as a woman and you're thinking this is my product, have a conversation with different people to be able to help you fill in your space and be nice. Yeah, thank you. Really answered me. Even in the side of the market, which is quite good. 
and I like uh, your point about networking. It's quite motivating. It's actually good that you've even talked about women getting to find out and even actually going to the Department of Agriculture. That was what I really wanted to ask. Where should they start if they're willing, if they want to do agriculture, or if they're willing to venture into something they have passion about but they do not know how to do it? Um, where should they start and what kind of support can they get in terms of finances and where to go? Like we know there are banks that actually even offer uh, loans and all. So maybe from your end, which have been the successful methods that you have used? Okay, so number one, start small. Number two, some of the sources of funding are from individual savings, are from family and friends before you walk into a bank. By the time you're walking into a bank, remember that a bank will charge you interest. You need to know your product and do it very well. You need to know where you're taking it. But when you're starting, my take for anybody is start small and grow from there. Now, we also do have programs, and I'll talk about a program like NARIG. NARIG is funding groups, not individuals. There is a big opportunity for the youth in the counties where NARIG is working. And there are quite a number of others. There is KSAP, there is ASDSP. So let me just talk about NARIG because that's the one I'm really um, working on. So NARIG has opportunity for youth, women, men, for special interest groups to get funding. And how does this work? NARIG works in 20 wards in each county. Find out from your agricultural office or your NARIG office. So you need to be part of a group and there are three levels of funding. One level of funding is in nutrition. If a group can come together and, for example, want to add value by making flour to be able to supply to the early childhood, nursery schools, kindergarten, or porridge, for example, uh, they fund at 50000 for that. Then the other one is a hundred thousand. A hundred thousand is any project within. It could be a site, it could be trolleys, it could be something. But you must be a registered group registered in the Department of Gender and Social Services with a certain number of members. They get assistance in doing their proposal, etc. etc. The third funding is on the value chain. Every county of the 21 counties has four value chains at an hour. So you can get funding. For example, if it's poultry, they will be able to support a group in poultry fund. Now, they do not give you cash. They will source. They will identify suppliers for that and they will provide you with that. Then there is a bigger one which is 500,000 above. That is normally for what they call sustainable land management and that goes to a million. And I, I know the county budget is about up to about 100 million, but that is now the bigger picture. So there is something for everybody somewhere along that niche. So those are some of the areas to get funding. Look at the programs on ground. Look at the microfinance institutions on ground. Are we taking advantage of the women fund? Are we taking advantage of the youth fund? Are we taking advantage of the business fund? I know a number of counties have come up with a business fund. Number two, even as we are looking at money from elsewhere, are we good money managers ourselves? And that's the biggest challenge. That let's not look at I must be given money in hand. Let me first know my enterprise. What do I require? How much of it can I get locally? And when you also are given money. When your mother loans you a thousand, when your uncle gives you two thousand, make a commitment to pay it back. It is not free. Whether you, they say don't pay me back, take it and put it back into a kitchen where you do not touch it to show that you are a person who is accountable.
Two, run your business as an enterprise. Let's not have that is where you're picking up money immediately. Put back your money to the business so that you can be basically be able to grow your business. There are organizations, I know GIZ, I know there is FAO, I know there is IFAD. There are a number of organizations on ground. Find out what are they doing and where can they meet you. Recently, we had the MasterCard Foundation under Capstone and Kenya National Chamber of Commerce and Industry, which I encourage people to become members of. The Youth Fund, it's there. We need to be ready because even going to a bank, I need to have my small business. I need to be able to show that I know what I want to do. So let's not look for shortcuts as women as you. Let's sit down and actually do the right thing. Thank you so much, Suzanne, for that interactive and very informative session. Anything you wish to add just as a parting shot? My parting shot is that let's be agents of change. Remember, I am the change that I want to be, the change that I want to see. It starts with me. It doesn't start with the next person. Number two, there is nothing for free. Let's get out of the dependency syndrome mindset and be transformative in all that we're doing. Finally, people have to eat. You can do without a doctor, but you cannot do without an agripreneur. And by the way, agripreneurship is just not the production end. You could be the transporter, you could be the marketer, you could be the value adder. So there is space for everyone. Look at where your strengths are and utilize, put those strengths and skills into play. But remember, three times a day, man, woman, child are dependent on agriculture. Thank you very much for giving me this opportunity. I hope it is able to touch and be able to transform a good number of people. And for your information, I am available. I do mentor. I am available and we can continue having this conversation. Today's episode has been the last, but not the least, of the AgriJobs for Youth podcast. The power of women and female voices. Women are more than half of the population. In a successful economy, they should not be ignored. We at GZ believe in high importance of female empowerment and gender inclusivity. Thanks for listening in. Please introduce and share this podcast with the youth who could benefit from this conversation so they learn about this initiative and opportunities in the agri-food sector. The hashtag still remains Kilimoni Bees. We look forward to hearing from you.